0: This is Dino Weiss for Hadar on Parashat Kitisa, when God prays. This week's is a parsha of both rupture and reconciliation. The creation of and worship of the golden calf was an unpardonable sin, and those who participated in it full-heartedly did not merit God's forgiveness. Fortunately, God did not sever his relationship with the Jewish people entirely. Through the power of Moshe's person and Moshe's prayer, God allowed for the people to continue on their journey into the Promised Land. However, according to rabbinic tradition, despite Moshe's prominent role, the paradigm for prayer that we learn from in this week's Parsha is not Moshe, but rather God himself. According to the Talmud, God models prayer for us and even prays himself. But what does it mean to say that God prays? Who does he pray to and for what does he pray? If prayer is simply asking a powerful God for what we want because we are powerless to get it on our own, it makes no sense for God to pray. When we see prayer as something that is relevant for God to do, it can shift and deepen our understanding of what we are or should be doing in our own prayers. We can learn a lot about what prayer could mean for us when we see it from God's vantage point. After this sin and its aftermath, Moshe atones for the people who remained. After this atonement, God invites Moshe to make a second set of tablets to replace the ones that Moshe had broken upon witnessing the celebration around the golden calf. There, God and Moshe have an encounter that is difficult to characterize, where we learn about what will eventually be called the 13 attributes of God's mercy. shnei luchot avanim karishonim Moshe al-harsinai <inaudible> ka'asher nayoto. Vayikach b'yado shenei luchot avanim. Vayyeret Adonai ba'anan v'yityatzev y'mosham. Vayikra b'shem Adonai. Vayavor Adonai apana v'yikra Adonai, Adonai, el-rachum v'chanun, erach apayim v'rav chesed v'emet. He chiseled two stone tablets like the first. Moshe got up early in the morning, ascended Mount Sinai like God commanded, taking in his hand the two stone tablets. God descended in a cloud, and he stood with him, and he called in the name of God. God passed before his face, and he called, Hashem, Hashem, merciful and gracious God, slow to anger and great of kindness and truth. This passage is striking in its representation of what it means to reconcile, to compromise, and to meet in the middle. The image of God descending and Moshe ascending, to meet in the middle at the top of the mountain, is a reflection of the need to move out of one's place of self-righteous isolation and into a place of communication and togetherness. However, the ambiguous use of the pronoun he in these verses makes it unclear what transpires between God and Moshe after they meet. Who stood with whom? Who called out in the name of God? Did Moshe say Hashem, Hashem, merciful and gracious God in a spontaneous reaction to seeing God and experiencing the overwhelming power of forgiveness? Or is the story best read through the eyes of the rabbis? That as God passed before Moshe, he not only showed himself, but also spoke about himself, teaching Moshe about who he is and what Moshe can expect from him. According to Rabbi Yochanan, God is clearly speaking about God's self, communicating to Moshe and to the people who would learn from him how to pray. Vayavor Adonai al-panav vayikra. Amar Rabbi Yochanan, male mikra katuv i'afshar la'omro. Melamed shenit'ateva kadash baruchu kishliyach tzibor. Vehera lo le Moshe Amarlo, tevila. Amar lo, kol zeman sh'yisrael chot'in ya'asu la fanai hazeh. God passed before his face and called. Rabbi Yochanan said, Were this verse not written, it would be impossible to say. It teaches that God wrapped himself in a talit like a prayer leader and showed Moshe the order of prayer. He said to Moshe, Every time the people of Israel sin, they should enact this order, and I will forgive them. Hashem, Hashem, I am he from before a person sins, and I am he after the person sins and repents. Merciful and compassionate God. Rabbi Yochanan's interpretation takes note of the word Vayavor, he passed. This verb is often used in rabbinic Hebrew in a prayer context. When a person leads the congregation in tefillah, they pass before the ark. Through the use of this terminology by the Torah, Rabbi Yochanan is emboldened to say that God is doing similarly, wrapping himself in a talit and leading prayers. Just as a prayer leader recites the prayers on behalf of the congregation, so too God steps into this role to teach Moshe how Moshe is to pray. In the event of a future sin, Moshe is to praise God with these attributes, which testify to God's forgiveness, and thereby gain God's forgiveness on behalf of the people. According to this understanding of prayer, prayer works by appealing to God's own sense of self, his reputation. God does not forgive us because we are deserving. We are not deserving. God forgives us because that is consistent with the way that God is. We inspire God and perhaps even guilt God into being this merciful version of himself, which he may have forgotten in his moment of rage. When we tell God that he is compassionate, it reminds God to be compassionate. Yet, though the Shliach Tzibur is sent by the community to pray on their behalf, that person is also saying their own prayers. If God is acting like a prayer leader, that means that God is also praying himself. We see from this that the first thing we should be doing in prayer is what God is doing, checking to see if who we want to be is who we are, evaluating ourselves to find out if the way that we perceive ourselves is consistent with the way that other people see us. This is one possible way to understand the reflexive verb lihit palel, which literally means to judge oneself. While prayer asks God to evaluate whether he is being true to his best attributes, it asks us to do the same. Are we asking God to be true to God's own self and not being true to ours? What are we doing to be deserving of change? Where can we grow? Elsewhere in the Talmud, Rabbi Yochanan repeats his assertion that God also prays. And we again see the way that God's prayer reflects our own. Ama Rabbi Yochanan mishum Rabbi Yossi. Mi nein Mitpalel, mit palel chenemar Alharkochi tim al har kochi harcochi visi martin bevet te amar ela tefilati. Mikan mi kan mitpalel. mit mai matsle amar ravzutra bartuvia amar rav yihrat somal fanai shikh at kasai vi golu khamai amido tai vetna im bemidat rahamim וכנס להם לפנים משורת הדין. טניה, אמרה בישמעל בן אלישה, פעם אחת נכנסתי להקטיר לפני ולפנים. וראיתי אקטריה על Ram צבאות, Via יושב על כיסאי רם וניסה, ויאמר לי, בני, ברחי ני. אמרתי לו, יהירצו מפנך שיחפשו אתכסך, ויגול Vatitna Hag in Banecha Vimidata rachamim Vatikanes Lahem Lifnim Mishurat Hadin. Vinna analibero show. Vikamashmalan Shalota Heberkat Hadyot Kala Be Inecha. Basirotiat Kapai Vira amrav Amravhana Barbizna, Amrabi Shimon Hasida, Milameil, Sher Aha Kadashbarkul Mosha, Kesha Shell Tefilen. Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Yosi. How do we know that God prays? As it says, and I will bring them to my holy mountain and make them happy in the house of my prayer. It does not say their prayer, but my prayer. From here we know that God prays. But what does he pray? Rav Zutra Bartuvia said in the name of Rav, may it be my will that my mercy will overcome my anger and my mercy will flow over my attribute of judgment and that I engage with my children With mercy and I treat them with leniency. We learn, Rabbi Ishmael ben Elisha said, Once I entered into the Holy of Holies and saw a Katriel, angel of the God of hosts, who was sitting on the high and lofty throne, and he said to me, Ishmael, my son, bless me. I said to him, May it be your will that your mercy conquers your anger. And that your mercy will roll over your attribute of justice, and act with your children with the attribute of mercy, and enter for them within the boundary of the law. And he nodded to me with his head. And this comes to teach us that the blessing of an ordinary person should not be light in your eyes. And I will remove my palm, and you will see my back. Rabbi Chana Biznas said, in the name of Rabbi Shimon the Hasid, This teaches that God showed Moshe a tefillin knot. In the first teaching of Rabbi Yochanan, in Masechet Rosh Hashanah, God's prayer was a mirror image of our own. God reflects on his own character, and we reflect on our own characters. In this passage in Brachot, the content of God's prayer is exactly the same as the content of our own. God prays to himself the exact content of what we pray to him. Just as we want God to be compassionate, God wants God to be compassionate. The Chidushi Ge'onim, however, reads this passage differently. In his opinion, the relationship between our prayer and God's prayer is not identical, it is reciprocal. Just as we pray to God, God, as it were, prays to us. ולפרש למי hu החול הוא מתפלל ואומר אני אתסלנו, אמו וצון מריתו הוא מתפלל ומבקש מאיתנו שניטיב מעשינו ונשוב ba ze nig ro שי zo fanaf etc. Ki tab zezona A cha o teenuמקwim. ולימ, שי mefaéisש leù met pale o me han me vakech da warrz. Hi me kra malho, Maha šemello kehaש mema, Ki dir a, etc. Haré se שואל el ou me vakech da warze me כי נתן לנו את הבחירה בדבר זה, ולכן הוא מבקש דבר זה מאיתנו. וזה גם כן כוונת הראיה שהביא בעל ממרזו, מקרא דבית המקדש נקרא בית תפילתי. ואין הכוונה להגביל בו מקום מיוחד שמתפלל שם. אבל הכוונה שהקדשברכו אומר שאלו התפילות שאנו מתפללים בבית הזה, To explain to whom, so to speak, God is praying. I say, towards us, his people and the flock that he tends, he prays. And he requests from us that we improve our behavior and repent before him. And through this, we will cause that it will be his will, that his mercy overcome his judgment. For this is always his will but our sins prevent it. And don't be surprised that my interpretation is that God is praying towards us and requesting from us, because this is from a complete verse. And now, Yisrael, what does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear him, etc. Behold that God is asking and requesting this from us, for he has given us the choice in this matter. Therefore, God is requesting this matter from us, that is, that we fear God and act appropriately. And this is also the intention of the proof that the author of this passage of Talmud brings from a verse that refers to the temple as the house of my prayer. And the intention there is not to set aside a place where God prays, rather the intention is that God says that these prayers which we pray in this house, that God should bestow his presence there, these requests themselves are his prayer and his request, so to speak, and that is his will. The chidushi ge'onim upends the models that we have of God's prayer. In the first image brought by Rabbi Yochanan, God instructs us in how to pray to God, and we copy God's prayer. In the second model, quoted by Rabbi Yochanan in the name of Rabbi Yossi, God asks for our blessing. We pray to God, and that serves as the model of God's prayer. In both of these models, prayer always goes to God. In the chidushi ge'onim's interpretation, God now prays to us. God is not the agent of human change or even of divine change. We are. God's role is to provide us with guidance and support. But ultimately, God's anger is a reaction to our behavior. When we please God, He is not angry. But when we sin against Him, He responds with rage. If we want to avoid God's wrath, God's punishment, or God's distance, it is up to us. In this model of prayer, we pray to God to give us strength, And God prays to us that we use our free will wisely. When we pray to God, God volleys the request back to us, as if to say, don't pray to me, pray with me. Let us strengthen each other and work together to improve your character, your behavior, and your life. In all of these images, God's prayer is related directly to us. God is concerned only with matters that will ultimately affect us. The image of the conclusion of the teaching in the Brachot cements this, when Rabbi Khanna Bar-Bizna said in the name of Rabbi Shimon the Chassid that God is wearing tefillin. The fact that God wears tefillin is derived independently on the previous page of Brachot, and there we also get a glimpse into the contents of God's tefillin. Amar nachon bar yitzchak bar avin. Hani tefillin de Alma Amarle, umika ka Yisrael goi echad ba'arets. Umimishla becha Atem asituni tuni, chativah Baulam. Ani eese etrem, chativah achat Atem asituni tuni, chativah Baulam ba'olam shema Israel hashem, Chati shen'amar, umik amcha yisrael, go'y echad ba'aretz. Rabbi Nachman Bar Yitzchak said to Rabbi Chiyar bar Abin, These tefillin that belong to the master of the universe, what is written in them? He said to him, And who is like you, Israel, a singular nation on the earth? And is God really praised by the praise of the people? Yes, as it is written, you have vouched for God today and it is written, and God has vouched for you today. God said to Israel, you have made me a singular entity in the world, and I will make you a singular entity in the world. You have made me a singular entity in the world, as it says here, Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. And I will make you a singular entity in the world, as it says, and who is like you, Israel, a singular nation on the earth. Just as the tefillin that human beings wear declare God's singularity and our love for him, so too God's tefillin testified to the dearness and uniqueness of Israel. These two sets of tefillin are conceptually bound to each other and reflect the strength of our relationship with the master of the universe. They remind us that beyond all of the technical challenges of reciting the right words and the moral challenges of becoming upright people, the real purpose of prayer is to create and maintain a channel of communication between us and God so that the relationship is not severed. It is no coincidence that the example of God's prayer in our parasha comes when we're almost at a breaking point, when only God's prayer to us and our prayer to Him can save the people and preserve our connection to God. Prayer maintains and often creates the divine human relationship. Wishing you a Shabbat of prayer and presence. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening to our weekly de Torah. To see more from our archive, please visit hadar.org slash